0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Under Bubble, Baylor Nation. Today is your day. We, yes, today we are talking about the Bears of Waco, Texas. Gannon, my fellow basketball enthusiast, how are you doing today?
1: God, you started out good with the with the Baylor Bears, and then and then it kind of went downhill. But but not not bad opening, you know. i'm doing really well this this team is is good it's one of you you know when we were briefly talking about this team before we started conducting our own little bit of research you said like oh like they're kind of a a fake fake uh blue buds school and you know they they definitely haven't been this good for a very long time it's really only been the last like decade and a half but from where head coach Scott Drew took the school to where they they've been over the last like five to eight years, you know this is a this is an incredible program and Scott Drew is much more of a an impressive head coach than than I really imagined. You know when he took the helm, he started off with an eight and twenty one season, nine and 19, 4 and thirteen. And then he ends up winning the, the NIT championship in 2022, 2013. So that's, that's, that's kind of notable. Two elite eights before that. And then since that NIT championship, you know, it's been pretty much making the March Madness every year besides one. And up into winning the, the, ch- the chip, not this year, but the year before. And kind of a disappoint, disappointing NCAA tournament run last year. But this is, this is a program that that's done it. They, they have a championship. They don't have too much of a, they, they've been good. They made Sweet 16 a few times. They're, they're, they're kind of in that, like, they're good in March Madness, but they're not great.
0: Yeah, uh, you talked about how they had one slip up here, yeah, it was like 2018 when they lost to Mississippi State in the second yeah. round of the NIT. That's yeah. forgettable for them because they have been totally. very good. They've been very, very good uh, up to this point. This is the best team we've covered, at least I think so.
1: For uh, for going into next year, yeah, I think this is the best team on paper.
0: Yeah, and and th- they they won a national championship last the season before this past one. Yeah, um, which. We haven't been able to say. I don't know if any of the teams that we've covered so far have have won a national championship in the last twenty years.
1: Yeah, probably not.
0: But uh, no, I, I, I like these guys.
1: I don't think ball State's done it. No.
0: I like their how they're a defensive minded team, <laughs> Paul State. I like how they're a defensive minded team and how they uh how how they can prove themselves amongst the the best competitors. I mean, year after year in the last decade, they've been right up there with with the best um and one thing i wanted to point out their student section i've been doing this for ball state too Mm -hmm. is called the bear pit i think that's very cool
1: i like the bear pit a lot i can i can get behind that you know this is a team that that in uh in the big 12 i i'm gonna keep repeating this always in uh in the big 12 that's very competitive last year you know they kind of shut them out and sort of in like a in Auburn-esque way, it, it's honestly, they kind of had like the same sort of story as Auburn where dominate in the regular season, beat up on teams multiple times and just just kill it. They, they finished 14-4 and four in the regular season in their conference. And like they, they just, they, they crushed their conference. They also beat teams, non-conference teams like Villanova. They beat Oregon. They beat Michigan State. Like they had some quality wins. and and then in the conference tournament, they just lose to Oklahoma first round. Like, okay, whatever. (laughs) They still had such a good regular season, though, with such a stacked, like, veteran roster that um, they were still, they were the number one seed, beat up on Norfolk State, and then they go up against UNC, goes into overtime, and we know how that ended. So, really disappointing finish to last year, but I'm here to tell you right now that I think this Baylor team is going to be better next year. They'll be back. They'll be back. Uh, At at least I would say like, it would be disappointing if they weren't a number one seed. Like the, obviously they're still going to be playing against top teams in the country in their conference. And maybe, you know, they they'll still gain a, a couple more losses. Obviously it's not prediction time yet, but th- this team's really good, and and if you're down, then uh, uh, can I go into a little bit of just the changes in the roster this year?
0: Uh, sure. Yeah.
1: All right. Cool. So, the big story with Baylor this year is how are certain players going to come, uh, co- coming off of how are some how are certain players going to play coming off of injuries, right? So they have, there's a pair of four stars. That were injured for like pretty much all of last last season or all of last season. L. J. Crier, he's this kid who had a really good like freshman year off the bench, and he's coming back after like being hurt for almost all of last season. He'll be their starting point guard. He was he was a beast, um, or probably their starting point guard, maybe a backup. Uh, they also had this four star Langston Love, who had a torn ACL before last season and hasn't even like played yet but he could be good. Um, Adam Flagler was just this like shooting guard who was really consistent last year. Good overall offensive numbers, passed the ball. Well, shot the ball. Okay. But, like, he's just like a consistent starter type. I don't know if he'll be starting. I don't know what the rotation's going to look like, but like, he'll be good. Um, they, they're bringing in a good transfer. Um, West Virginia kid, so same conference, Jalen Bridges. I don't, I don't know if he's related to, to Miles or McCall at all, but you can, maybe you can look that up now. Jalen Bridges, he's like a ready-made fit at the four spot, uh, averaged 8.4 points, five rebounds last year. And they're pretty much bringing, like uh, between a lot of those guys, uh, they're also bringing back a super senior, Flo Thomba. That's a sick name. Flo Thamba, oh, yeah. super senior, 6'10", center, decent starter, not, nothing too special, but, like, he, he serves his position well, uh, brings in the experience. They're bringing – yeah, it's basically, like, just about four Big 12 starters from last year. Um, they're losing two key players. Uh, power forward Matthew Meyer is still in the transfer portal as we speak. He put up, like, close to double-digit points, but it wasn't too – special like he's he's replaceable but he was good and James Akinjo was a, a senior point guard put up a lot of points uh did his job as a 6-1 senior at the point guard at the one but uh he's he's probably headed to the draft or some sort of G League team uh so he'll be gone he is going to be replaced however by num- number six player in the country yes Number six player in the country. And that guy's name is Keontae George, six four. He's been given a, a D'Angelo
0: Russell comp. Um, I have seen him play in person. He's he yeah. was he was he's amazing with the ball in his hands. Yeah, yeah.
1: he'll be he'll be special at, at either the one or the two. Um what's he consider? he's considered a shooting guard, so at the two probably. Um yeah. He just he just seems like a beast. There's guys leaving, but there's also guys replacing them in, uh, in that transfer, Jalen Bridges, in the in the point guard with Keontae George. And honestly, it might be an improvement from last year. So, boom, that's your little off-season roster recap. Um, guys leaving, guys coming in. I think this seems going to improve.
0: I think so as well. And you mentioned Flo Thamba, who has the coolest name in college basketball. It's so um, sick. He is easily the most underrated player on this roster, and the reason for that is that he had 189 total rebounds on the season, 5.6 average. It's nothing special, but he had 97 offensive rebounds to 92 defensive rebounds. That is huge. Offensive rebounds, the amount of second chance points he provided this team definitely helped to contribute to their record on the season.
1: Listen, let me further back that. You know, I like and I'm glad you you mentioned this, because it is important. He he ranked 12th last year in offensive rebound percentage. So you mentioned the the correlation between those offensive rebounds and defensive rebounds. he definitely like like obviously he grabbed more offensive than defensive, which is not always the the most likely of sorts, but he's a he's a he's a man who just dominates on that end of the ball or that end of the court. And, and hopefully he could bring that back for one final season.
0: Yeah. Again, uh, have you heard about the 2005 scandal for Baylor? Share it with me. Uh, I'm not sure what happened. I, I, they, keep, they keep these things under wraps typically where we will, will have a hard time finding out what actually happened for the sake of the university's dignity. But yeah. they, they had seven scholarship players in 2005 and it got one conference win. This was early in Scott, Scott Drew's career. But since then, he has accrued a record of 372 and 215. And, you know, he has, he has some, some hardware under his belt with this, with this recent title, and he has some guys that he's put into the league. So him as a coach, he's, he's built this program that that has solidified themselves as one of the nation's best, and I think they will continue to do so going forward.
1: Absolutely, yeah. It's, especially when you bring in a guy like Keontae George who – if I if I look really quickly, yeah, he's the uh, he's the third best recruit in Baylor's history, followed by Isaiah Austin, who I don't know what's happened to him, uh, and Quincy Miller, who, you know, look who uh, looked like he played for Brooklyn Nets for a couple of years. They also have a another five star in their current roster, Kendall Brown. Oh my God, they had the tight end who played for Dallas. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, Kendall Brown, five star. He it looks like he started at the 3 mostly last year. Yeah, he did, he did start the 3 and good offensive season. Actually a really good offensive season. Uh is he is he coming back? Hold on. That might be a second departure unless I'm wrong. Uh he might be gone. Hmm. Nah, uh, that sucks.
0: It's um, not the end of the world for them
1: not not the end of the world though uh yeah if he comes back it'll be cool but i, I this team just has so much talent all around talent. i don't know like i don't know if Kiante george will be that superstar but the, you know this team doesn't really, what we've kind of talked about is this team doesn't really have superstars last year their winning score averaged like 13 and a half a game they, they don't have any guys that are just gonna gonna take over but they have a team that's just good really good really quality team with quality players
0: that's what uh, makes them great though, Gannon, is that they, they play as a team in the era of hero ball. You know, they don't rely on one guy to win games for them. It's as a team effort and their scoring averages alone show that.
1: Absolutely. And you know, you know what, like, it's going to be, this is going to be the same discussion as what we had with Auburn, where like, I think I personally think with, one with one year of of losing in the postseason under their belt. Now, this Baylor team can take a step forward and get back to that championship glory that I'm sure some guys on the team can still speak to.
0: Oh, for sure. Uh, but that Flo team, Thumba, yeah, Flo Thumba. Flo, Flo
1: Thumba. <laughs> he's a champion, he's a champion,
0: he is a champion. Uh, but that team was was undoubtedly anchored by Davion Mitchell who is arguably one of the greatest defensive guards in college of all time if you've watched his his tape before that's what helped him and even the NBA he's on the Sacramento Kings right now you watch his his he 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 gets his uh I'd use his his comparison to Colin Sexton Mm -hmm. where he's a defensive minded guard and that's easily what helped them win because because he could rely on others to score the ball while he was just focused on you know Turn accruing um, steals and blocks and stuff. So yeah, but th- that that uh, that title run that Mitchell led, they were unstoppable, man. They had an average margin of victory of fifteen point three points per game in that tournament.
1: That's nuts. And listen, I think I think they could do it again. I think with with this team, again, we'll see how that number six player in the country plays out, but. This is or this is uh that it, it it's it's interesting. If he becomes a superstar, then I don't think this team can lose. I think that's Wh- the which difference. one? It's like like if that Keontae George, like like hypothetically, oh. if he if he just puts up like like eighteen points a game in his in his freshman, like they let the they let his reigns go, let him start at the two, and he just puts up like eighteen a game with like good defense, then you know, I don't think uh I I don't see this team like losing that much because they, they didn't lose last year. They didn't lose last year. They played teams like Kansas. They played teams like Alabama's conference. They lost to them actually. It's so weird, but they played teams like Kansas. They played teams like Texas. So they beat twice. Um, Texas tech. They lost to them. TCU. They beat them twice. They beat Oklahoma twice. Like good, very good programs. Um I don't know. I'm i made some predictions. Honestly, this 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 I'm just very high on this team.
0: Yeah, same. I would like to share some some league information real quick, if you don't mind. Sure, sure. Uh, so these are some familiar names that I and and the way I do it is I pick names that people know right now in the league mm-hmm. that are currently good, so that way we can like resonate more. Because in the past, you know, you talk about people like who who the hell is that? But um, Davion Mitchell, obviously. Royce O'Neal, who currently is a star on the Jazz, the Utah Jazz. Jazz, right, yeah. Three three point three point prowess there. And then Torian Prince, who I think he was drafted by the Detroit Pistons. He's a
1: Piston guy, yeah. He played on like that stucky team.
0: Uh, I I, I
1: just yeah.
0: Oh, he was drafted by the Timberwolves though in twenty sixteen. Okay, but he was not a Piston. Yeah, he was not he was not necessarily bad, but he wasn't great. But people know who he is for sure.
1: You know, I'm kind of understanding, you know, with the with the two sort of recent the Torian Princess from a while ago, but with the two recent draftees of Devion Mitchell, Royce O'Neal. Guard, they're both like guard, like guards. Uh, now, Keontae George. This Baylor team, like that, this honestly kind of makes me higher on Keontae George. Like he's like it seems like their top recruits are that start at the one are probably good. I don't know there's some recent history there just a just a little trend to keep in eye i know it's only two players that i'm referring to but uh, that's a little history there that high recruits at that start as a guard do well in the nba
0: rest assured that he will live up to your standards canon like i said i watched him i watched him play before and i've seen him score on every single position on the yeah. floor he's quick with the ball he has handles uh he can finish at the rim. He can shoot, and he plays defense. That's why they. That's why Baylor wants him.
1: Yeah, yeah. He plays. It, it's son's going and Poor, I believe. I believe your take. Um, yeah. This is a defensive team that, uh, offensively, they ranked eighth in efficiency. Defense, they ranked thirteenth. Like, oh, wait, oh, wait around the board, across the board. Um, okay. Let's do. Let's do predictions. Let's wrap this puppy up. Uh, they. This is this is a good team. Go. You you start first, Kevin.
0: All right, so so today's college basketball landscape is revolving around offense. Baylor, we've talked about, is defensive-minded. In, in saying that, they also have scoring ability. I think that they – and you said they have a lot of guys returning. Keontae George coming in. Um, Flo Thamba's coming back. Sorry, who? Flo Thamba.
1: Flo Thamba's coming back as the super senior.
0: Oh sweet. Okay, so yeah, this team could be right up there with the with the national championship contenders. I'm gonna go thirty and three this year. I'm gonna be bold with it.
1: Thirty and three, and where yes. where do you have them in uh the, in March Madness? Like hypothetically, what level of team are they?
0: Final four is the floor for them. I'd say champion or championship is the ceiling. Uh, wow. I think realistic is final four though.
1: The ceiling is the roof. That's what you're saying. This.
0: <laughs> precisely okay precisely
1: okay so so you think they're gonna be like the best team in the country
0: I think like they'll a- a- be right AP, back up there AP, yes
1: AP number one okay wow. I forgot about okay. Keontae
0: George I think he'll he'll carry him all the way there Flo Thamba with the offensive rebounding mentality I think it's possible so
1: okay so so here here's the thing with me Ken Palm has them as the fourth ranked team in the country I I think they were around there they were like the fourth best team in the country they just happened to to lose to it Red-hot UNC team. Now, I mentioned the guys that are leaving: Akinjo, point guard Matthew Meyer, kind of a very good, albeit replaceable, power forward. Like good on offense, good on defense. Kind of like that Flagler guy. You remember when I talked about Flagler That the 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 six-three like shooting guard. He's uh like he he's very good, but kind of replaceable. But like he he makes it he makes the team better. He doesn't make a team worse. They Baylor has a lot of those guys, and they're replacing the, this point guard and this power forward with talents that I think are just as good, especially in the power forward case with Jalen Bridges, or possibly better, replacing James Akinjo with Keontae George. With all that being said, you know they went they went fourteen and four in their conference. That is really they, they, the conference is just so good. And I'm sure their non-conference schedule is going to be just as tough as it was this year, playing teams like Villanova, playing teams like um, Michigan State, BC, or Arizona State. No, it's not necessarily too tough, but they played some good teams. I'm going to say that their regular season record is going to be about the same, like, uh, like uh, I don't, actually I don't know what it was, but but it was it
0: was very. They good. went 27 okay. and seven this year.
1: Okay, they went twenty-seven and seven this year. I'm trying to like take out, uh, take out five. They went twenty-six and five. There you go. They went twenty-six and five in the regular season. I think they're going to stick around there because they're still going to lose lose to some good teams. There might be like one or two duds. I don't think this is as good of a team to be undefeated.
0: Oh, for sure, because they'll they'll slip up once or twice. So
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna start with twenty-six and five, but I'm gonna say that they kind of like with it's really the same kind of track as auburn they're going to go further in the big 12 hopefully win it honestly with how good this team is hopefully they're going to win the big 12 hopefully they'll go farther than the second round obviously final four is in contention i'm going to give them i said uh 26 and 5 i'll give them have them win the conference but lose one game the ncaa six losses give it give them like 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 a the 32 and six and they'll be a championship contender.
0: There you go. I love it. 32 and six. Yeah. I love it. Um, but you mentioned how they play these hard teams, but they blow these hard teams out of the water. So it's definitely possible. You mentioned Michigan state. They beat Michigan state by a bunch by like 17 yeah, points. 17. Yep. Yeah. And I'd like to share one last thing before we wrap it up. I thought, I thought this was very interesting that I had to share this. Uh, 75% of the world's snicker bars are made in waco texas so those hmm. guys those it, that must be their secret stuff that's Scott, their secret Scott, stuff got your secret stuff our snickers bars
1: yep um hopefully hopefully they they get those bars because they definitely weren't eating them when they played unc because you're not yourself without a snickers